Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, like I always say, our four o'clock hour has the best headlines. This week we heard fun- animals falling from the sky. Oh. Now we're going to get into hooray women. What's all this about, oh. you guys? Well, you know, I sent my mom that story about the woman who had oh. the snake fall from the sky from <laughs> it's the wild. hawk that dropped it. And she read it and she's like, that is the most horrifying thing I've ever heard of. But we did get emails from people yes. who like... They've had animal encounters of their own from an animal, a raptor dropping whatever they caught to, you know, bonk it on its head. (laughs) I'm surprised these incidents don't happen more often. Well, in that we know they drop, hawks drop animals, so they... So, so what he goes? To kill them. To kill them, and then... They swoop in and get them. Yeah, they don't of, want to do the work. It's hard fighting a live body when you're flying. Yeah, when that yes. flat fish is flapping back and forth, yes. and you're trying snake. to snake. Yeah, oh. that was a four foot snake that <sighs> fell from the sky. That a hawk can pick up a four foot. I couldn't snake. stop talking about that. I know. <laughs> I talked about it all night. The I, snake was biting at the lady's face and arm, and then the hawk, the hawk was, was talons st- were going into attacking, her attacking, trying to get it, and the snake has wrapped around the lady like a tree trunk for oh. protection. Oh. oh gosh, I really I know that one was so bad. Okay, this is um, kind of a wild story, and why I called it Hooray Women is that, so there's um, this report, and I think it started in 2017, it's called the Reframe Report, and they take a look at gender and hiring and what's going on in, in the TV world, and for the first time since Reframe was founded in 2017, um, and it was founded by the Sundance Institute and the Women in Film. The majority of the most popular shows on television and streaming are top-lined by women. Um, 54% of the top 200 scripted series in 2022-23 featured a woman in the lead role. I'll wow. give you Yellow Jackets, Wednesday, Abbott Elementary, yes, just yes, as a yes. couple examples. And then, and that was up... 10% from the previous year. And then women of color were number one on the call sheet on 39 shows compared to 21 the previous year. And supporting cast are also getting more disparity um, or, uh, or diversifying, excuse me. And then writers achieved gender parity. 50% of the shows were written by women, 50% by men. That, that went up just like maybe 3%, but it's still... And the number of showrunners, that means the person yep. running everything on the show, the whole division thing, that went up from um, 
29% to 32%. And so anyway, very people were like, we're really happy to see these numbers. And for the second year in a row, um, a lot of the nominated dramas in the Emmy category are Only Murders in the Building, uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Whoa, Wednesday, so good, Abbott. Have you finished Yellow that? Jackets. I couldn't go back. I haven't gone back to that one. The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Because I'm just going to uh, catch up on it when everything else runs out. Yeah. And, and I'm just going to. They're actually going to air that on ABC. Marvelous. Watch, I'll watch it. Yeah, because oh. it's a Disney Plus series. But mm-hmm. that is one of the things that, you know, how we talked about how Yellowstone is coming to CBS. The yes. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is going to be upon the fall schedule for ABC because that's part of the Disney Plus. All right, here's my yeah. question, though. Brilliant. Okay, so if something starts out on a streamer mm-hmm. and then it goes to TV, do you get residuals because no. it's on cable? Mm-mm. I don't know. Or TV? No. I don't think so. It's the same way with the suit, you know, that it's had 18 billion views on Peacock. It's and unbelievable. And Netflix. And yeah, they might they might get But I mean, like checks. something because you, yeah, I, I don't know. Wow. Yeah. No, because you know it wasn't. Sure? Yes, Julia, because the thing is, is that the networks are just using that to fill because they don't have any no, programming. So, yeah. And prior to that, we, all we would get was you would get residuals because they would buy it and then put it on like USA or TNT right, 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 as right. reruns. Mm-hmm. And as a rerun, yes, you can get a residual, get residual, but reruns defined in the streaming world were never defined. That's exactly And therefore, right. there's no money to be made. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, yay, women, is what I I have to say about that one. I have to tell you, back to the Animal Kingdom news, Tammy has just sent us a little note that her husband was working in an office building, (laughs) and all of a sudden, a snake fell through the ceiling tile. Oh! A garter snake. It would be like us sitting here, and a garter snake just came down out of the roof. Snakes on a plane. Snakes in toilets is a very common thing as well, too. That's a very common thing in, in other countries. Snakes coming up through the pipes, and then you're just sitting on the toilet, and boop, there you are. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? That's a nightmare. Well, we had an incident here in the women's bathroom. Yes, we did years ago. ago. Years, years, years ago. A snake in the toilet? Not a snake, snake, but... Maybe something furry? Oh, no! Mm -hmm. I already know what it is. Early in the morning... Oh, oh gosh, got trapped remember? and couldn't get out. Oh. Got trapped and couldn't get out. That's exactly right. The restroom was closed for a few days. Oh, no. It could have easily happened in drive time in the afternoon, but no, it happened in drive time. I'm so glad. <laughs> that would have just scared me to death. You know, um, we haven't heard much about Christina Applegate, you know, was diagnosed with MS, and she mentioned... I never even went back and watched Dead to Me, the third season. I heard it was tough. Watch. I yeah. started it. I it's it's out there. I can do it. But anyway, she just <laughs> I started it. I know. Well, that's another one. But she just partnered with Neo Walk, which is a company that makes canes. Oh, and oh. it's I'm um and it has a picture of a cane I made to um stand out, not fit in. And so she went to Selma Belair and she said, "I love your canes. Where are you getting them from?" She said, "Neo Walk." So Neo Walk and um. Christine Applegate have partnered and made this special cane and she wore it to the to the SAG Awards, Lori, and it said F U Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. MS. Mm-hmm. And so people can get a chain to put it on their canes now. These cool. canes are like, you know, Nike shoes, how you can design what color you want the swoosh, yeah, what yeah. color you want everything. You can build your own cane. That's cool. So if you know anyone who needs a cane, it's kind of a cool neowalk.com like but good that. for christina applegate because oh she's been uh, she's been out about it and just um 
it's a she said i don't think i could ever work again in acting because the days are just too darn long yeah that's why that show, I think the third season was hard to watch. Because she was people. mostly bedridden from well, what I understand. Knew, we, and we knew, we knew what was it. going yeah. on. Yeah. 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 I mean, we, you know, I, at the other station I worked at in this company, worked with Moon, who struggled with MS for a yes. long time. And I watched his body just deteriorate so fast. And yeah. even to do radio, just mm-hmm. to come in and do the show was a struggle. So mm-hmm. I can't imagine acting, you yeah, know, your body's sure. involved. He just sat there and had the energy to talk well, speaking of your body it being involved the trailer for heart of invictus oh Ooh. my gosh and this is for it's, this a is documentary Harry. it's the invictus games in dusseldorf it starts in september and it's just a quickie trailer it looks amazing uh-huh. and like i said netflix starting august 30th but it's probably going to be very emotional and harry giving these Wounded Warriors, a gold or it just looks incredible. Is it going to be an ongoing thing or is it just a a limited series? Oh, it is. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. It's it's a limited series. So it'll be. um, It starts out with Harry, like narrating and announcing like what they're going to go through as they take on this journey. It just cool. Now Harry could do some, you know, he could do things to promote this. He's not saying. Hi, I'm Prince Harry. Harry, I mean, will he give some print interviews? Will he do any interviews? He should. We hope he does. I wouldn't be surprised if he does. William will be gnashing his teeth. He'll be so jealous. (laughs) He'll be so jealous. He can't Mm -hmm. stand when his brother shines. Mm -hmm. And this looks like a shine on this. Like, it looks really, it looks really, really good. Anyway, so that's posted if you want to take a look at that. Uh, We'll be right back with uh, Random Thoughts. Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. Now, they are partnered up with not only my talk, but the Minnesota Twins, the Minnesota Wild. So you may have heard them talking about how great their services are if you're trying to give your home an exterior facelift. Because for over 30 years, they're the hometown experts when it comes to siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters, and even solar. Now, the best part about it is the crew over at Hoffman Weather Construction, they're not going to pressure you in a one-stop high-pressure sale. Jason and the whole sales team at Hoffman Weber Construction are great consultants and consultants and they will take your time very importantly because they're going to have you come in or you can have them come in for free in-home consultation that's not going to take three hours they're going to take 30 to 45 minutes and their knowledge of products like is unbelievable many construction companies will push one line of products because that's all they know with the high turnover at the competitors their teams don't have the same level of expertise that the team at Hoffman Weber Construction does so if you experience some hail damage this last week be sure to reach out to the team at HW Construction starting out at hwconstruction.com. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. That's all it is. It is all it is. Um, a big, 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 big water slide is going in at the Wisconsin Dells. That's going to be the biggest one, 145 feet high. That'll get people there. Grand, have you ever been? That'll get people there. You know what? I have never been to Wisconsin Dells. Oh, my gosh. My parents never took me there. You know, we always just went to, like, the lake. lake. You know, a lake. But I always wanted to go as a kid, never went. And I've had friends that have gone for bachelor parties, and they've had fun. Mm -hmm. It is. Well, we had kids, and we would do parks and go-karts and laser tag and water. And um, Mount Olympus is where this 145-foot water slide is going in 
I mean, that's like huge. And they have the best roller coasters there. They have oh. one that goes underground backwards that you think you're going to die on. Oh. Super fun. That's a fun place. Yeah. Are you guys thinking that, um, I think this is a good idea by Nestle. They're testing out like Redbox DVD rentals comes in a vending machine, a vending machine like that. That's going to have pizzas, hot pizzas, hot pizzas. So for, will they be hot? Well, they're uh, going to have really it. be hot. They've been testing it. All right. They had a pilot that's kiosk. The key. They had a pilot kiosk in Colorado, and um, they're doing another one. But what they're thinking is it's DiGiorno's Pizza, and they would put oh. it in high-demand areas like college dorms. Oh, great call. Um, airports yeah. oh. late, late, late at night when all right, food's closed right, down. Right. They surveyed a lot of the customers, and it was like a 95% approval rating that people absolutely well, back in the olden days, they used to have the the auto. What was the auto? You know, mat. Yeah. Where you would get like you could get cakes. I mean, you see it in the movies. It's like the circle the dispensal circle thing, that has like a piece of cake, food, or it has like some yogurt in it, or an egg. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Potatoes, and it always looks the lazy terrible. Susan spinning. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, I'm sure it's much better and, than the '60s. And this would work great in hotels too that don't have like a restaurant tied to it, right. because there's times where like you're late night and pizza places are closed. When we went to New York, colleges yes. though. This would this yes. would crush. Don't you this think would it crush. would crush? Oh, I, I would have gotten one in college a lot. And they're only nine dollars. That's not bad. I don't think that's bad because you can't get a pizza. But let's see how it delivered. tastes and how hot it is. But I like the idea. That's I thought sure. so too. I thought it was kind of a good idea. Um, okay, a man wanted to understand what his wife goes through every day. She has very large breasts. <laughs> oh boy! So he stuffed thirty nine pancakes into a sports bra. <laughs> I love and this. this is on TikTok and went around for a day with these big breasts. And pancakes in them to see what his wife thought about it. Grant, ever wanted to have boobs? I mean, I mean, no. I, I feel but, like melon is more of an appropriate yeah. thing than the pancakes. The pancakes are very pancakes light. Are, or they could be dense buttermilk. <laughs> if they were dense buttermilk. <laughs> That. I mean, good for him for trying to see what she goes through because I can't imagine what that's like. I've never had. They're well, heavy. I mean, I have man boobs, but no. They're heavy. <laughs> They're heavy. That's... I have a friend who just had a breast reduction. And again, people just say, oh my gosh, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. And um, so happy. Okay. So who do you think is more likely to say I love you first, men or women? Men. Mm, women. Ooh, I would say men. Okay. It's men. It is. Yeah. Men. They uh, did a survey of 300 adults. Because the woman is waiting for the guy to say it. Yeah. Well, 3,000 adults in seven countries filled out questionnaires. The average guy starts thinking about saying I love you, of course, at 69 days. (laughs) (laughs) Not 70, compared to 77. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For women and both wait over a month then when they start thinking it to pull the trigger. So um, the average man will say... You know, I love you uh, three and a half months in. For women, it's four months in. Yeah. So wait for him to say it first. When you find a good one as a man, you got to you gotta do what you can to keep her because, y- you know, girls can go, I don't need you anymore. You know what I'm saying? You, you guys don't need us, I feel like. So yeah, I feel like when, 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 I, when I, you know, when I, I, I was the first to say it to <laughs> I'm Lily. I'm sorry that you know that. Well, it's true. Yeah, you know, it's you true. Know, that like, smart guy should know yeah. that. You don't need mm-hmm. us. So like if I, when, when I'm in that situation, which I was with Lily, I wanted to know her. No, I love you. Please don't go. Please. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Um, okay. So there's a new invention and I heard from someone who wears tampons um, a while ago, like, why do they only sell plastic? We're trying to conserve things, and the only tampons that you can buy now are plastic. Tampons. They don't have, they don't have the cardboard, the cardboard ones, ones. Where she's been shopping, she goes, I can never find <laughs> the old school ones that In deteriorate, yeah. you know, and do all that. But the FDA, FDA has just approved the very first um, remodel of the, not the applicator of the tampon, but the actual cotton inside the tampon. And it's the first upgrade for 90 years. Oh, my God. That wow. two students. Women's vaginas and vulvas are so overlooked. There I you couldn't go. agree more. But Jeez. this, the, its brand is going to be called Sequel. And two students at Stanford University, Greta and Amanda, came up with this in a class project. So tampons, traditionally, the inside has vertical grooves in it. And it's all applied vertically. Mm-hmm. And um, instead... Of that, these new grooves and tampons spiral, and what is important is they absorb more evenly, not having leakage. Right. So, right. You know, for people that on those heavy a, that days, that is a terrible word. Leakage. That was good. Yet it, it I know, applies, but, it, but you know what it is. I know it, it applied, but it was. Yeah. It's just you kind of go. Ugh. Everyone knows what it it's is. It's like moist or pus. It is. You know, they're just, they're all in the same bad category. <laughs> Wet, yeah. <laughs> it is. But that's cool. And I can't believe that it's taken that long to Well, well and also that, that so much plastic. Right. So much plastic in these things. So anyway. Wow. That is a lot. Although long... the plastic, I, I was I was glad to. I was have, glad when it came. When it came along because it, it was just for comfort. It, it was big comfort. Comfort of ease of in, in, you in, know, inserting. Got it. Another good word. <laughs> inserting the, the cardboard, tampon. The cardboard was a little less uh, Yeah, not slick. so not so comfortable. <laughs> no. Rough. Well, it really. Rough. It, it really was a game changer. Mm-hmm. But then when you think about. Are all the plastic? All the plastic. Yeah, but the the, the tampons, tampons, plastic is not the big world's big problem with plastic. Water bottles and pop, you know, and that's bags, yeah. and bags, bags, yeah, and bags and bags. And I, I, can't, I can't get focused on that. I'm just glad that they've reinvented it. Uh huh. I hope those girls make a gazillion dollars, and maybe they'll, uh, maybe they'll be, you know, like there is such a thing as period poverty. What is that? 
It's where people can afford to buy the things that they need for from. It's oh, like our yeah. Yuha diaper bank raising yeah. money right. you know, for Maui. I mean, that'll be. I've never heard that before. Period, period poverty. poverty. But it makes sense. It's there've been a few uh, musical artists that have like they've raised money for that when they've played in a concert so that schools have them available you know at school because right. like you know they're expensive a box of tampon might be nine or ten dollars it's a oh. lot of money wow you They've know gone up a lot a lot wow. a lot and so there is such a thing as period poverty yeah all right i didn't so know that's about, where that's you a, led me down that so i hope sequels will like maybe they'll <laughs> They'll be like, you know, they'll be thinking of also how they can help give back. I, yeah, yeah I, I guess I never knew about that. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody, Lori and Julia here for El Burrito Mercado, and they are going to be at the State Fair this year. Um, in international, international Bazaar, Bazaar mm-hmm. but they're going to have goods, beautiful home, imported decor, textiles, jewelry, cute Frida, um, products and all that is going to be at the fair but in the meantime they are open seven days a week and serving breakfast seven days a week and taco tuesdays they have two dollar tacos happy hour monday or tuesday through friday yeah and if you don't follow them on instagram oh they have they do the most delicious posts they have the most gorgeous margaritas that taste so good and all the authentic mexican food the great stuff in the deli with all the salsas and everything that you can grab and go and take home. And you love the chips. It's a nice destination just to kind of go and do some shopping and feel like for a little second you're in Mexico. And eat there. It's so good. You're going to love it. Tell them Lori and Julia sent you. Sam Smith is on the Barbie album soundtrack. I was listening to some Sam Smith songs. Caught up on Sam Smith's catalog. Yeah, well, I mean, we've liked his music for such a long time, but I was like, I wonder what the news... I'm like, there's Sam Smith on on the Barbie soundtrack, so... He is on it. Is it Dua Lipa? That was Dua Lipa you were just listening to. Lizzo has the very first song in the movie. Wonder what's happening with Lizzo. We've heard nothing. Well, that's that's a good deliberate strategy. Uh, Marty Singer, her lawyer, is very busy... With her lawsuit and also his other clients, the Tuies, uh, the, the Blindside uh, mom yeah. and dad yeah. movie uh, people, because they've been sued by Michael Orr about uh, uh, shenanigans misrepresenting. He thought that they were adopting him and they were really getting conservatorship. And yesterday we were like, leave Sandra Bullock's name out of this. Well, Sandra Bullock supposedly is heartbroken. About finding out about this story. Mm-hmm. Not only does she have to deal with the fact, although when you have a partner who's had ALS and has been dying for three years, you are somewhat more prepared for death because you've been grieving. And that, you've and slowly, slowly, slowly watching him lose all yeah. of his facilities and then you're probably relieved that he doesn't have to be in the pain anymore. Yeah, and so the world was stunned on Monday when the real-life subject of the blind find, blind side was really, came forward and said he was blindsided. Re- retired NFL star Michael Orr filed a lawsuit claiming his adoptive parents swindled him by keeping the profits. And um, Leanne Tui, the mom, was played by Sandra Bullock. She, uh, you know, he said that they tricked 
him into signing a document that made them conservators and not his adoptive parents, allowing them to profit off of them. And she hates that Sandra Bullock hates the hard work and friendship she put into Leanne, into what she thought was a true story has been tainted. And one of the things, and she hates the timing of it. She's trying to deal with her kids. Mm -hmm. There's all this noise about and because she did, like, not only does Sandra Bullock have to deal with winning, but two weeks after winning that Oscar, Jesse James, her husband, was with caught with Michelle Bombshell McGee, and that they split up cool. like oh, yeah. three weeks it after winning the Oscar. Oh. Horribly embarrassing. And so, you know, anyway, uh, she's putting on, you know, a strong face or whatever, but the Tuies are being represented by Marty Singer. And but the Tuies did tell the filmmakers and journalists that they adopted him. You're right. There's there it in because there wasn't a ton of money from this movie. It was like fourteen grand a piece. It's but he they, but they did lie. They lied they and lied. Pre- and so they lied to him. Yes. They but, also lied to him and she uses his name and the blind side to have a very lucrative speaking, speaking career. Right. And um he has said, you know, that they miss. I, I'm just thinking, you know, he he never liked the movie. You know, he he always in his well, book that he wrote, he did not. I felt it portrayed me as a dumb kid yeah. instead of a kid who never had consistent academic instruction. I could not figure out why the de- director chose to portray me as a kid who didn't know how to play football. And and to that very point, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, like in the movie, if you remember, Sandra Bullock... Teaches him the game of football. Teaches him the game of football. And he was already an all-state. Yeah, and even during the movie, she calls the head... Like, as a scene in the movie, she calls the head coach and tells the head coach what to do with him as a player, which just... Looking back at it is really bad. Not on Sandra Bullock's part, but... And and that manipulation of the story helped sell it for a movie because it made it even bigger. It was based on a book. Who wrote the book? Wasn't up. this based on a book, Lori? N- no. How was this story even sold? I wonder. I'm, I, I, I don't know, but he wrote a book in 2011 called When Your Back's Against the Wall. He wrote about how he'd been studying the game of football since he was a kid. Right. And he also was one of the top prospects in the 2008 NFL draft. He was drafted by the Ravens, got a $14 million contract in 2009. And when that contract expired, he signed a four-year, $20 million contract with the Tennessee Titans. And it's estimated he's made more than $34 million. The money is taken kind of center stage, but this is a person who probably has deep childhood abandonment issues. Yes, And when he learned that the Tuohys really didn't adopt him and that's what he thought because he is 18 i mean to feel that deception must cut deep mm-hmm. and the dad sean Tui, gave an interview to people magazine that was quick marty singer and again yeah. saying that michael's claims are outlandish and absurd but outlandish and absurd are the words we could use when you listen when you read their reasoning and people magazine he said uh, Marty Singer said the idea the Tui sought to profit off from Mr. 
uh, or is offensive and transparently ridiculous. They're worth a couple hundred million dollars. Why did they need to withhold a few thousand dollars? And then two paragraphs later, Marty Singer admits that the family divided uh, the money, the two hundred thousand. I don't understand that because it's so the, petty between the six or seven other family members. But Michael didn't get. They each got fourteen thousand. He got none. Okay, so okay, who's being outlandish here? Well, here's a little. You're pointing out right that, yeah. but yet you're also. And then Michael, the dad, Chantui said, um, "Well, whatever Michael wants to mm-hmm. do with the conservatorship, well, I don't know." Well, I, I, the reasoning behind it all makes sense. Why he. They went with the conservatorship it had with NCAA rules. Yeah, and had yeah, all, yeah. That all made sense, but I don't understand why he wasn't told that. Yeah. But again, it doesn't sell the story as yeah. well. Who sold the story so, originally? So I the, the story was originally, it was authored and written by Michael Lewis. A magazine article? Uh, no, it was a book. It, it was, was a book. See, and I thought it, it was. And it was written by the childhood friend of Sean Tooley. Michael Lewis, they were buddies. buddies. And so then when so then uh, Sean and Michael were approached about turning his 2006 book into a movie, then Michael Lewis's agents negotiated a deal where they received a small advance for the production from the production company and a tiny percentage of net profits that you guys had just been referencing. So it's Sean Tui's good friend Michael Lewis wrote the book back in 2006. Yeah. And, and they part of the story was they adopted yes, him yes. and that's how it got sold to Hollywood. That's how the story they told we adopted him. We adopted him. So, you know, he's, if you go back and look, Michael has never ex- shied away from expressing gratitude towards the Tuies. And but the Tuies loved him. He's wanted to set the record straight right. about just how much of his success had to do with them because there was a little of white saviorship yes. happening with him. And it, uh, he had his own strength, determination, and grit, and knew the game of football, you know, in a way. And so I think that, I think that uh, finding out that you've been misled for twenty years probably cuts very, very deeply. Yeah, yeah, you know, yep. And so I wonder. I have a feeling that they're going to settle this, and they're not having Thanksgiving together. And no. I think Sandra Bullock will not be returning. Leanne's phone mm-hmm. calls for any more of the favors that she's granted Leanne over the years. Yeah. As Leanne and this guy, the whole, they've really, really they've worked leveraged this to their favor. The yeah, they Oscar I, thing to the nth degree. Yeah, and they're just saying that it's really all this NCAA because Michael was living with them for quite a while, and he was couch surfing at a number of yeah parents, of places. Of places. And to be able to play football at this school. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Wow. But Sandra, not, not, she just does, it's another thing to taint that role. She knows that most of the rest of the world has forgotten what you and I have not forgotten, which was that two weeks after the Oscar oh, win, her bombshell first, McGee yes. gave pictures to Us Weekly. That, I did not know that. whole affair oh. with Jesse James, and then and one, a had, week later... She had hired Laura Wasser and kicked him out of the house and, and kept Lewis because they adopted Lewis. They had together. just adopted Lewis. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. But people have forgotten. She was that. so publicly shamed because she sat up there. I want to thank my partner, Jesse, my my they, husband. Were they married? They actually? were married. They were the oddest couple. Remember when they first she got together? Married him, and we couldn't figure out. And then we were just like, "Well, maybe she's just a, he's just a blue collar, collar motorcycle guy." Laid, laid, we had no idea that a tattoo artist got the opportunity for so many encounters with women although <laughs> she was not remember i think he was married to jenna jameson i think he was i mean that's he, gotta give you a pause yeah you wait your your former wife was a yeah. porn star now i just gotta think about this for a second <laughs> and, I, and i'm a movie star and I, yeah i mean there were just he did have some red flags but we didn't really see it afterwards we we're just like let's face it we were always heartbroken that she and keanu never got together oh <laughs> with their secret and crushes. McConaughey. i wanted that one to work too oh i would have loved the speed Oh, the good old speed right. relationship. And they find out later, you know, that they had crushes on each other, and they're both single, and they were both kind of shy about it, and they were just trying to keep it pro. And if you remember watching that, you could feel that it felt sparky, sparky. It, oh, and I yeah. just watched that movie this last weekend. I think it might have been the weekend <laughs> yeah, before. I love that. I love and, you. And I was watching that, and I'm like, man, I would have loved to see these mm-hmm. two get together. Mm-hmm. They were so cute. Yeah. They were really cute. Yeah. <gasps> I just thought of something for Hollywood speaking that I, because I watched uh, uh, And Just Like That Ooh. yesterday, and I just, I have like six words. Okay, let's go. Okay, here's here's the Hollywood speak. Okay. Sex in the City, episode nine. The episode this week will be Kim Cattrall, Samantha calling. Because it's going to be the last it's one. It's going to be the last I'm one. I'm sad about that. The fashion on this this last episode was epic. The green, the good, good fashion. A few great moments, uh, a few funny moments. Um, Carrie and Aiden make no sense. You can't make it make sense. He really, she is his big. I mean, it's like, it's two different writer room. They don't even recall what they wrote in the old Sex and the City. But when you call him, when you say he's her big. What, What I mean is that, like, Carrie... I mean, think of all the things she did to be with Big. She broke Aiden's heart. The Petrosky. I mean, you know. Everything that she put away to lose herself to be married to him. Yes. Okay. Yes. And I feel like Aiden is doing that with With Carrie. Carrie, Because he's got this image of who they're going to be together. Even though it makes no sense that he won't step a foot in the apartment that he sanded the hardwood floors on. I mean, mean, it, it doesn't show any growth as a... As a person. Okay, got it. To be uh, too, so traumatized from something that happened to you 20 years ago. Right. And, and on the floors that you sanded. Yes. And the place where she broke your heart by And she never lived there with Big. Yeah, no, never lived there with Big. But had to confess to Aiden that even though she's wearing his ring and she would only wear it around her neck, if you remember, mm-hmm. she's slept with Big. And mm-hmm. she breaks his heart like three times. Big. Just like Big broke her heart three right. times. right. So all I have to say, so so it is now that I have suspended. Mm-hmm. I just go. It's they they're, they don't remember the old show that they I'm, wrote. I agree with you that they, they don't, don't make sense. They, I will agree with you on that one. I was I'm excited about her with them. I think it's been a fun addition. But I agree with you. 
I kind of agree with you because I was kind of excited about the hot radio dude. Same. Because there was some good sexy chemistry. And I love seeing John Corbett back. Same. But I will agree with you He hasn't had a beer with Steve. They owned a bar together. That doesn't make any sense. I I agree with you. And I literally turned away or went to the bathroom whenever whatever happened with his son happened. And I never rewinded because I lost time and I just never saw that part. Oh, all the kids said was turn it back to you, Dad. Yeah. Like any teenage kid's going to do. Particularly when the divorce is only a couple years yeah. fresh yeah. and dad's, yeah, and, they don't want to be involved in your And love even life. for a dad to even turn it on her is weird. Is, is, makes no sense. It's so uncomfortable, I would die. And, and yeah, and Virginia is not exactly close to New York City. And then she goes off to the farm and she ne- we never even get the farm visit, you know, like Green Acres. Um, <laughs> I still it was like a time it, though, for Green still... Acres moment. No, the fashion was better. I love it. I, I cannot. They they cannot make Cynthia Nixon look more horrible. What is she's that? the redhead? The right? redhead. Yeah. Yeah. She yes. and Brady have the yes. same bottle of carrot top hairdo. But whatever the fashion was killer this week. I like you know, the Zinger one-liners. The Zinger, you and know, I love Mario Cantone's story. And the the Italian guy. That storyline is is hysterical. Very fun. So it's lightened up, but they it is like they're two separate uh, writing universes, right, even so though Michael Patrick King. Give, but, me the, but give me the Hollywood speed. What is up? First, we have the belted jacket on Aiden, <laughs> and then he comes out of the bedroom in old man tidy whiteies. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Are we, is this Walter White? Are we watching Breaking Bad? Come on, like. this is Sex or in the Tom City. Cruise in give me some business. briefs. Give me some junk. Sorry. Give, give us some, you know, a like a, a navy pair of the bike short compression. You know, so the, he's he got real skinny, I think, for this role mm-hmm. or, you know, camera fighting weight. Mm-hmm. Casey thought he looked very thin. I did too. But he's tall, you know, he's 6'2", mm-hmm. and he's, you know, with Bo Derek, and I just have a feeling she's a great baker. And oh, she's funny. a good cook. I, and they, I feel like they have such a sweet, gentle life. Yeah, that's what I mean. But so yeah. he lost, and he, I guess Michael Patrick King said, you need to come in underwear shape. Right. And Literally. then they put him in Walter White, <laughs> tidy whiteies, and have him on screen for an uncomfortably long time, and I love a man in underwear, but this made me... It was uncomfortable. I would agree with you. I, I didn't even see it, and it just I, visually I sounds terrible. I would agree with you. you put I, it on Twitter. I'll look fine. You know, it, yeah. it's kind of funny. It was kind of fun to see a man in underwear, but then I, I, it was got uncomfortable because it went on so long, and like the, the, the camera wouldn't go up to just his face. And she had that pretty, like... See through mm-hmm. loungy thing on was with a, gorgeous with a black, black bra. And black a, I mean, if they're making her look good, what is wrong with making? We're getting eye candy. Give the eyes what we want. Don't give us candy that feels flat and stale. Even some gray sweatpants with a little shadow would have been better than freaking whitey tighties, right? And and you know what, you he think? was selling it. He Why was selling you? it, and I was zoom- I was looking at his feet, and I was like <laughs> trying to find anything. Look at his nice thighs. Oh, he's tall. Oh, he's with Bo Derek. But in the back of my mind, I am just going tidy whiteies. First, the belted jacket. Right. <laughs> no, it was. Oh man, it was something. It I was still, interesting. It what it was. It, it doesn't make sense. Well, I don't. <laughs> it was like gratuitous. Yeah. It it, was, no, it didn't make sense. Yeah. They no. were trying. 
to give us eye candy. Yeah, like I know. we got a little eye candy with. They don't know what to do with Naya, her character, no, the I one know. that's just in bed. They don't know what to do with her. So we got. She's got a sexy deep voice, and she's a Tinderella. Oh no, that one. Oh, yeah. the one that was in bed next to Miranda. Yeah, oh, dear. that character I don't get at all because they don't know what to do with she's her. She's the extra. <laughs> she, she did not need to come on the show. Yeah, because they don't know how to write for. Her. Yeah, I think that you're character. Right about that. It's interesting. Anyway, all right. Did you we'll find see the how picture? it all wraps up? Oh yeah, I found it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it, there's. It, I just. I personally. They could have made him look so hot like and you like said, a, a biker short with it bunched up, giving you a little bit of a bulge. I know this sounds terrible. Boxer brief. Or, yeah, boxer yeah. brief. Boxer something. brief. Something other than the whitey tighties. I just go instantly. And I hate. And, I love that. But his, I go to my it father. Goes along, things. It goes along with this Civil War belted jacket that he wore That's on the first day. But Aiden was a guy who wore chambray shirts and turquoise jewelry and had long <laughs> hair. He would not now switch to belted jackets and tidy whiteies. No. Not that much. Okay, this is kind of funny. <laughs> for anyone who doesn't listen or watch that show, they're probably wondering, what <laughs> are you guys yeah. even talking about? I know. Hollywood speak. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Well, we missed this, apparently, on Celebrity Family Feud. It was well, the real... We missed this because we watch that every week. Well, we didn't watch it. I, now that I know the kind of celebrities, I'm tuning in. It was Orange County against Atlanta. Oh, no. I would have totally have yes. loved that. Steve Harvey... It's Shannon Bedore, OC, and Drew Sedora. Name a part of your man that eliminates him from being the sexiest man alive. Go. What'd they say? Shannon said penis. <gasps> she did not. She did. She did not. She Is did. she still married? No, they never know. were married, but they're not dating. But I, uh, Shannon like looked around, and she's like, what? What, was that bad to say? And but I'm, she's not with him anymore. Maybe, maybe not. Supposedly, they're not together. But That's she a- was pretending she didn't know that that was a bad thing to say. And I kind of think, I think she blurted out the truth. Well, I do, too. Yeah. Because it's pressure. Because you were just telling me to do that. I'm like, what? What? And and Emily said, this poor man on national television. Because she basically, you're... His penis is going to keep him from sexiest man alive. Because it's the size of a... Of a rotini noodle. How do you know that? Just because she said that. Just because she said that. Well, because what keeps him from being sexiest man alive? Oh God. Yeah, penis. Her her boobs. You know what keeps you? I mean, maybe that's what she likes the most about him. But she, I don't think they're getting together. I think that it's over. Well, if anyone would say that on national TV, well, that's hard. But a good uh, this is why I'm terrible at games like this. I don't like think this. people watch it. Fam- oh, no. People like Celebrity Family Feud on Sunday night. Okay. They do. That's a... That's it's a- in the top 20. All right. Yeah. People like their game shows, Joy in the Summer. You know what they don't like? The Bachelorette, down a million people. That makes sense. Especially over the after, last after week? The- over last summer. Oh, over last summer. I was going to say, over, especially over that last mental. I have no all. interest anymore in this show. I really just don't. <sighs> well. I don't have any interest. And then when we found Maybe. out about the golden doodle that's coming golden on in September. Zaddy. Golden Zaddy. <laughs> golden golden Zaddy. doodle. Well, whatever. <laughs> I love it. You know. It's like not having any interest anymore. Raquel or Rachel or whatever needs from Sandoval, Scandoval. She was on Bethany's podcast. Okay. And there's breakdowns of it everywhere and headlines everywhere. I'm over that. All those Vanderpump people have all screwed each other. It's we've we've moved on. The world has moved on. 
And we had those of us who had to suffer through it without even watching it. Watching it, it was the first painful. time. Painful. So I, I can't be bothered. I've read a couple of recaps and I thought, I don't even want to read the recap. <laughs> I've We have moved on. That was back in March. We have moved on.